Hello, hello, hello. What up? This is Jeb's Media Podcast. Welcome to Jeb's World. I am your host today. I am Jojo. Come on in and take a load off and let's get acquainted or reacquainted. <laughs> That's right. It's all about self-care awareness up in here. Where self-care is not selfish. It is a well-deserved quote-unquote me time. So be intentional, be deliberate, and be conscious for your mental, physical, and emotional well-being is dependent upon you. Remember, this is a self-love zone. And today we're talking about self-management. What is self-management? Self-management is our ability to manage our behaviors, thoughts, and emotions in a conscious and productive way. Someone with strong self-management skills knows what to do, and they know how to act in different situations as they come up. For instance, they know how to control their anger when the umpire unfairly calls their child out in the Little League. We know what that's about, don't we, people? You got to know how to control it, even though you think little John John should not have been called out. You're going to have to learn how to practice self-management when that happens. When you do, these people know to, know, knows how to avoid distractions. They know how to avoid distractions while working from home. So they can maintain focus and stay productive. They know what they need to achieve in their fitness goals. And they follow through with that. Self-management means you understand your personal responsibility in different aspects of your life. And you do what you need to do to fulfill that responsibility. Self-management and its relationship to emotional intelligence is another way to look at it. This self-management definition has its roots in emotional intelligent theory, where this capability may also be referred to as self-regulation. Self-regulation is supported by our capacity for self-awareness. I know it seems like a lot, but just bear with me. It helps us to create conscious access to our thoughts, to our desires, and to our feelings Only once we are aware of these things can we begin to control and express them appropriately once we are aware of them. So those with well-developed self-awareness and self-regulation are positioned to develop a set of self-management skills that support them in the workforce and also on personal journeys. All we need to know is how to use those self-management capabilities. A few things goes with role clarity, goal alignment, and strategic planning. All that has a lot to do with it. So how do you increase your self-management capabilities? Role clarity. 
those with role clarity know what their responsibilities are. You know what it is that you're supposed to do. You have no doubt in your mind what it is you're supposed to do, where you're supposed to go. Okay? We all know how we're supposed to be measured up. So we don't have to go back and ask the boss or go ask someone else what what are we supposed to do. We also know who we are dependent on and get our work done. In other words, we have a good sense of how we fit into the system and how our work serves for this organization. We know what our role is. Know your role, people. Know your role. R-O-L-E. Be clear. Be clear on what your role is. That will increase your self-management capabilities. Another one is goal alignment. Organizational success relies upon team members working together to reach a common goal. In order for this to work with a team of self-managed individuals, each of us must understand the big picture. There's always a big picture here. And once we figure out what that big picture is, then we have to align our goals with this organization. Align them there with it. Goal alignment. This will allow us to stay on track and maintain sight of what we're working towards. We're working towards something, people. Figure out what your role is. Once you do that, figure out what your goal is supposed to be. Align it to whatever it is with the organization that you're a part of. I'm sure they let you know already what it's going to be. They have already let you know. So align your goal to that. Know your role. Then we have a strategic planning. The next skill in this progression, strategic planning, is the ability to understand what we need to do in order to support organizational goals. Okay, we already found out what our goal is. Now we have to get a plan so that we're staying within that goal. We work backward from the desired future state in order to determine what we need to do in order to get there. I think you guys know what I mean. Even though you're just not starting, you go backwards, figure out where you want to be, and you go from there. I want to finish this project by 6 o'clock. So at 5 o'clock, I need to be here. At 4 o'clock, I should be here. At 3 o'clock, I should be here. I need to be here at 2 o'clock so that I can meet that goal. That's what you call strategic planning. You have to plan it out. Once you know what your role is, you're clear about that. You align your goal according to their organization and then you map out your strategic planning. Once you do that, we have a couple of more things that's very interesting and very good and something that you need to look at when you're talking about self-management. We have priority setting. We have self-awareness. We have emotional regulation. And we have the old-fashioned good thing called self-care. In priority setting, once you know what you need to do, 
You need to set your priorities so that you can achieve those goals. This can help ensure that you get the most important tasks and projects, even as other demands are on the rise. You have to prioritize. We all know that. That is so true in our regular life. Not just at work. Everywhere you go, you have to prioritize. You have to realize what should come first in order to make that goal. And then you do that strategic planning. You got to make sure that what you're doing at 4 o'clock trumps what you're going to do at 6. Or you won't make it to 6 o'clock. So you have to prioritize, figure out what comes next. Then you have to be aware, self-awareness, the ability to consciously access our thoughts, our desires, and our feelings. That can help us control our behavior. Self-awareness, be aware of who we are. Be aware of what we're doing. Be aware of where we're going. This in turn can have a direct impact on your performance and how others perceive you. You have to be there. Then we have emotional regulation. Being self-aware of our feelings is a prerequisite in regulating them. For example, fear can be distressing and provoke a fight or a flight type reaction if we aren't able to alleviate it to our conscious. You have to regulate your emotions. I don't care how you feel about Susu. You got a plan. You need to be aware of your plan. You have a goal. You know your role. You know Susie's role. Don't go above, beyond, underneath that role just because you don't like Susu. When you're doing that project, I shouldn't even know that. We shouldn't know that you don't like Susu. All we need to know is that you know what your role is. You know what Susie's role is. You got your goal. You aligned it to the organization or what you what it's supposed to be. You have did your strategic planning. You set your priorities. You're self-aware of it. And now you're going to have to regulate your emotions so that you can get through with that project by 6 o'clock. Then the next, which always comes up, is self-care. I think you know what that is. Self-care. The only person who can truly be responsible for our care is us. Nobody else can be responsible for what you do. But you, I don't care what Susu did to you. I don't care how you feel about Susu. What she says to provoke you, you still is aware and you're responsible of your self-care. Thriving as an individual starts with nurturing ourselves. Many of us carried ingrained beliefs that serving others is our calling. A self-sacrifice is noble. And thinking about ourselves is selfish. The fact is, we need to be at our best to do our best. And if we don't practice self-care, we begin to break down little by little. 
and our capacity of what we do and what we contribute to becomes nothing. You have to practice self-care. Self-care is not selfish. It's not always uh, vacations and spa time. Self-care has to do with your mental health. It has to do with your physical health. It has to do with your emotional health. And if you're not up to par with either one of those, then how do you think you're going to regulate your emotions? Well, how do you think you're going to be self-aware of what's going on around you? How do you think you're going to set your priorities? How can you plan a street strategic plan? How can you set those goals that are supposed to be aligned a certain way by the organization that you're in? And how are you going to choose your role and be clear of what your role is? We can do all those things, but we got to start with us. And then that's when another thing comes in called self-compassionate. You have to be self-compassionate towards yourself. You have to be mindful, self-mindfully of what you're saying and what you're doing. And be ready. And know that, be mindful that even though Susu is here and you don't get along with Susu, when you get this program, to, when you get this project together, nobody in there needs to know how you feel about Susu. Nobody needs to know that. You're going to get in there. You're going to find out what your role is. You're going to do the goal, set your goals and align, to, align it to whatever the organization, is say, organization says. You're going to strategically do your planning. Then you're going to set aside your priorities Get them straight and realize what needs to be done here. Be self-aware of what you are doing. Regulate your emotions. And because you're so good with self-care beforehand, you're going to be ready to finish this project by 6 o'clock. Because remember, self-care don't just start at the time when you're doing something. It's an everyday, day-to-day basis thing. It's something that you have to practice. It's an ongoing practice of things in regards to yourself. That's exactly what it is. So it's not going to just happen overnight. So remember, practice self-management. We all need that. Self-management is our ability to manage our behaviors, our thoughts, and our, emo- and our emotions in a conscious and productive way. Let's be productive, people. Let's not look, let's not use what happened last week with, with Susu and mess up your money. You got to get that money. Okay. I hope you guys un- uh, understood and dealt with and enjoyed our self-management. Pretty much our skills in the workplace. We all need that. I hope you appreciate it, and I hope you understood and loved what I just shared with you guys. I appreciate you guys coming to listen to me, but before I go, I want to let you all know, here at Jeb's, Jeb's Media Podcast, we are paid. You heard right, $1 per show. If you have something to say or you know someone else that has something to say and you want to get paid, drop a line here at Jeb's podcast at gmail.com leave the appropriate information and someone will get back in contact with you 
here at Lifestyle and Health Awareness information is my pleasure. Thanks, people. Peace.